we come to the third chapter now this chapter actually proves to us that the satcharita works on various levels it may appear to be a simple story but some readers if they read the story of the rohila and baba might have got confused and rightly so rightly so so we will explore the story a bit because this will set the tone for other stories to unfold the way we look at the story if we just look at the literal meaning of the story or what is behind it now as you might have read there was this rohila this pathan who came to baba and he would shriek on the top of his voice chanting verses from the quran or allahu akbar and so on and he would do this day and night now this got too much for the villagers to bear for the local town folk to bear because the poor things were toiling all day worked hard and it was disturbing their sleep at night so they went and complained to baba but baba said nothing doing i am not going to stop him and no one should stop him from doing this because if i am happy what is your problem so of course they were even more confused you see now what gets interesting in the story if you read it carefully which i would suggest you do is that baba starts talking about the rohila's wife how troublesome she is and using a mild word troublesome you see if you read those passages baba says things like the rohila's wife cannot stay with him the wretched woman has no modesty is without shame and so on and the moment the rohila stop stops his shouting it is the opportunity for this one to enter now we will clearly see that this is not a physical wife what baba is pointing to is the mind the ego mind the thinking mind which deceives it deceives all of us and why we know this is not a physical wife is because later on himad pant himself says we never saw him with a wife he didn't have money to support himself where would he have a wife so what was baba talking about you see so that questioning is there in the story already so what baba was showing was that as long as the person was chanting god's name nothing else matter because if he stopped doing that his wicked devious and mischievous mind which was the source of troubles would come back and baba says 
would come back and harass me so please don't stop him from chanting now baba does not mean that the form of baba will be harassed if baba represents god consciousness the source what is he trying to say he is trying to say that a mind which chants the name of god is occupied by chanting god's name that means that the working mind of the person is engaged in chanting god's name doing that it prevents the mind from going into the dead past or an imaginary future and creating monstrous stories that is the thinking mind no wonder it is said an idle mind is a devil's workshop so better that the mind chant the name of god loud and clear than it be left to create its mischief you see so when baba says that leave him alone otherwise the wife will harass me me as consciousness the consciousness when engaged in the waking state in the working mind mode in this case nothing like chanting god's name after all it's a great gift because it keeps the thinking mind away this is the lesson of the story you see it's a very important lesson now some of you might have read this book called the power of now by eckhart tolle and he said something so nice he said when we walk on the road and we all have experienced this in india we'll see what we classify as madmen you know mumbling to themselves screaming and shouting so eckhart says that at least they are open and transparent in doing that most of us have this internal chatter which is going on in our minds while we are walking on the road which is far worse then this simple man who just babbling away any nonsense loud and clear imagine if all the dialogue in our minds all the hatred malice jealousy envy pride arrogance guilt shame and all those thoughts came out of us in words we would truly defile the environment isn't it so chanting the name of god is given as an antidote to the thinking mind baba is telling us that this has got nothing to do with the rohila baba is telling us indirectly so that we pick this up that what i am telling you is that if you find that your mind is just performing cartwheels upon cartwheels upon cartwheels start chanting god's name and so then i as baba as consciousness will not be harassed it is such a beautiful story now i would like to add something here which has just come to my mind the advaita sage nisargadatta maharaj used to end his satsangs with bhajans 
now he himself would participate and sing very animatedly while the cymbals and drums and what have you were playing in the background now at certain spots in the singing suddenly maharaj would raise his voice far beyond what was the normal tempo so the people in his satsang thought if maharaj is raising his voice at these specific junctures even we will start raising our voice so they did that but then maharaj told them that please think a bit i only raised my voice because i wanted to emphasize those verses to you i wanted to tell you to pay attention to those verses and you were just parroting me and raising your voice because i raised my voice for those verses so you see there is a reason why masters say things it is our good fortune that this chapter 3 comes right in the front of the book because now we know we have to pay attention satcharita cannot be just a bedtime stories book lying on your bedside please understand that this is a powerhouse of knowledge with a capital k wisdom with a capital w and grace with a capital G